Good morning and welcome to Mornings on Main Street for this Friday, the 1st of September. I'm your host, Stephanie Miller. Get this, we are 21 days away from the first day of autumn. Ooh, I love this season. I'm sure you've already noticed all the pumpkin flavors and of course, Halloween and Thanksgiving decorations out in the stores. But just take note, 21 days away from the first day of fall. Coming up on today's show, we are introducing you to the Quest Center in Dixon. This is a nonprofit that is focused on music education and resources. They go into schools there in Dixon County, but happen to help kids throughout not only Dixon County, but surrounding counties. And today we get to learn all about the work being done. Also highlighting this because as you learned yesterday here at Mornings on Main Street, the participants in Fairest of the Fair, those young ladies, they've been working hard to raise money for a nonprofit and that nonprofit is the Quest Center. So we get to hear just how important the money raise is going to be to these students and the youngsters there, again, not only in Dixon, but surrounding counties. After that, we give you a taste of Taste of Nashville, one of their segments focused on pedestrian traffic and safety there in the Nashville area. If you've been to Nashville, you know it can be uh, challenging sometimes to navigate there in the downtown area. So we're going to hear how you can make sure that you're safe when you're down there walking around and as a motorist, what we need to watch out for. After that, we are visiting with reporter Chris Yao, who shares with us the most recent school in his area down there in Murray that received defibrillators and how it's going to help them. But first, let's get a check of the headlines and what stories you'll find on our website at MainStreetMediaTN.com. Small-scale micro-farming is said to be the perfect way to encourage younger generations to possibly find an interest in farming and a way for older farmers to share their knowledge. This is according to the Farmer Veteran Coalition's Region 2 and Coordinator, Amanda Blount. Read more on FVCTN Partnerships, Micro-Farming, and where to get more information by visiting MainStreetMediaTN.com. Only four items passed during the recent legislative session. A bill encouraging safe firearm storage with the Tennessee Department of Safety providing locks at no cost, reducing the time court clerks have to notify the TBI on criminal activity, and an annual report on human trafficking. Read what Governor Lee had to say about the session by going to our website and finding Main Street Nashville. The Clarksville Arts and Heritage Council is planning to feature an artist work and highlight upcoming arts and heritage events in the 16th annual cultural calendar. Are you an artist that is interested in this? We'll find out what the council is looking for, how to submit your work, and the deadline for information by heading over to our website, MainStreetMediaTN.com, and clicking on Main Street Clarksville. All right, let's see where those temperatures will be sitting over the next few days. We turn to the team over at Tennessee Valley Weather for the answer. From the Tennessee Valley Weather Center, this is your weather today. Good Friday morning. I'm Kelly Rawson here in the Tennessee Valley Weather Center with a check at your forecast for your Friday to kick off this Labor Day weekend. Unfortunately, we are going to start things off slightly on a soggy note, but the rest of your weekend is looking picture perfect. We're going to start off in the 60s for this morning with a few showers and maybe some storms for this afternoon, but you can see coverage not that great, not widespread by any means, but there is that chance for an isolated pop-up shower or storm throughout the rest of this morning and afternoon. We're gonna hold on to some cloud cover for this evening, but we do mainly dry out for your Friday evening, aside from maybe a 
thundering shower or storm. And we're going to start off Saturday a little bit cloudy but dry, and the weekend will be dry as well. You can see that here on your seven-day forecast. We are looking dry for Saturday, Sunday, and for Labor Day. So if, if you have any outdoor plans for Labor Day weekend, they are going to be fantastic. It just will be a little bit warm out there in the mid to upper 80s and upper 80s for Monday with isolated rain chances not returning until Wednesday of next week. Welcome back to Mornings on Main Street. I am in Dixon at the Quest Center with John Johnson, who is the executive director here at the Quest Center, and the Quest Center is doing phenomenal things with young talent, uh, youngsters out there wanting to learn how to play an instrument. Those who may already have a talent, you are just letting that grow. First off, thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you for asking, and uh, you know, I'm just thrilled that you came to, to, to see what we have going on here, and uh, it's... Uh, it's something that I'm obviously very passionate about. So uh, uh, it's it's it is a music education program, and you know you talk about talent. You know, kids come to us, and you know everybody's got a talent. Mm -hmm. And and our main goal here is is to have something for all kids to do. The music is not for everybody. Sports is not for everybody. Mm -hmm. But every kid needs to have the opportunity to explore who they are mm -hmm. and find what it is about them that's going to make them different, make them tick. Um, and so that's, that's, that's really what we're after is, is to offer some choices for kids to mm -hmm. have them involved in something and help empower them and, and develop them as, as people. How long has what the Quest Center offers been empowering youngsters in this area? Uh, the Quest Center has been around for 11 years. Okay. It was started by a fellow by the name of Jim Lutz who is still very involved in our program here and is uh, still leading our board of directors and uh, but uh, Jim is just uh, uh, an, an incredible individual who had this vision for what the Quest Center has become. Mm -hmm. This past year we we served over 1800 kids wow. in our community and reaching them we are uh, we have kids that come to uh, to classes at various places that uh, come from all the counties around us as well but uh, we are centrally located in Dixon and we are in all of the elementary schools in Dixon County as well with an after school program. That is beautiful. What do you what do you hear from these kids that come in? Whether it be someone who's just learning to play or someone who just needed uh, maybe a, a little extra help to kind of expand on what they already know. You know what we hear from them is is you know first of all at this time of the year it's a lot of excitement because uh, we have done assemblies uh, at each of the elementary schools, or at most of the elementary schools. Mm -hmm. And and there we, we, we introduce them to musical instruments and, and put a guitar in their hands, let them get the feel of it, experience that, tell them a little bit about other musical instruments and find what it is that, uh, that may be of interest to them. Mm -hmm. And then we have an after-school program, as I said, at all of the elementary schools in Dixon County, mm -hmm. where we will come to them so our goal is really to remove any obstacle that might be standing in the way of a, of a youngster wanting to learn a musical instrument. So if they want to learn, mm -hmm. we want to do everything that we can to work with their parents to help them. Where can parents out there who might see this get the information to connect with you to, you know, get their kid involved? Yeah. Uh, come to our Facebook page. That has a, a lot of the most up-to-date information, and we're posting on there constantly, and uh, fresh pictures and the whole bit, and you can see what's going on uh, specifically. Uh, you can also come to our uh, website at uh, qcdixon.org. John is, you know, he. you've worked with talent. You've been in the music industry for quite some time. Yeah, I, uh, I spent over 
over 30 years uh, on Music Row, uh, mostly working in performing rights uh, organizations, working with songwriters, and uh, you know for that side of the business as well. Uh, so this is uh, this is something that when I I saw what was happening in the community where I grew up, uh, that that Jim had started, and I said, wow, if if a program like that had been around when I was growing up, when you were growing up, could have been a, could have been a game changer. Uh, you know, I took private lessons. Everything the Quest Center does is a group lesson. Mm -hmm. and, and the value of a group lesson is, is you get to learn not only from a teacher, but you're also learning from your peers. And you're all learning together. And then as you're learning together, you're learning to depend on one another and developing those skills in a collaborative environment. And uh, there's, just, there's just nothing that takes a place. Music is meant to be played with other people. It's meant to be experienced with other people. It is a social fabric of our lives. And, you know, and, and putting a program like that from an early age, we started at age nine uh, with most of our classes, and putting that in place at that point, it helps them further develop their social skills, leadership skills, and, and other skills that will be vital to their success in life. Being a 501c3, I mean, you guys have to rely on grants and donations and fundraising. And as I mentioned yesterday on Thursday, you know, we heard from Miss um, Amy, who is over Ferris of the Fair here in Dixon County. The girls that are participating in Ferris of the Fair, let me remind you, they have been working to raise money for the Quest Center. Yeah. Was that a surprise to you? And how did that make you guys feel? You and Jim both. I, well, Miss Amy called me to let me know that they had selected us as their People's Choice Award. And I said, uh, okay, what really? Mean? What does that mean? And uh, <laughs> uh, what do I need to do? <laughs> you know, because I'm used to having to do something. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is like, no, you don't have to do anything. Contestants are going to work. You know, all all the money that's donated will be will be donated to the Quest Center. And I'm just not used to that. I mean, with grants, you fill out all kinds of reams mm -hmm. of paperwork, and you have ho you know hoops that you have to jump through. Uh, it was it was very much appreciated. I appreciate all the uh, all the focused attention. You know, the ability to further get the message out. You know, you know, it's twofold. Yes, we need to raise money, mm -hmm. uh, raising money to help fund the programs that we have here. But there are kids that could benefit from the program that don't know about it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we go to all the elementary schools, but there's a whole bunch of kids that don't go to an elementary school. Homeschool community is very, uh, very vibrant uh, in this area as well. Uh, there's other other ways uh, other ways so we're constantly trying to reach out to the community to uh, make sure that we are enabling uh, our program for anybody that has an interest in wanting to learn uh, and I mean just looking at the space and here's just a quick shot of the room you work with very little as far as space wise all that I mean it just appears that the funds that you do get go into the instruments really do go right back into those kids uh, yeah we we're, we're, we're thrift we're very thrifty, thrifty. <laughs> <laughs> what's that word we're very thrifty uh -huh. you know uh, we, we try to uh, maximize everything that is donated uh, you know our resources uh, our space is limited but we're kind of like busting at the seams we, we do get a lot of instruments uh, uh, from time to time that are donated we could use some banjos right now we could use some fiddles right now you know different things so if you have if you have instruments Always, we could use student-sized guitars, and by a student-sized guitars, I mean one that's going to be small enough for a nine or ten-year-old student to play. So, about three-quarter size guitar. Um, 
And because one of the things that we try to help uh, students with as well is, is we have a loaner program that if they don't have one, can't find one, mm -hmm. then, uh, then we'll help them with the loaner as long as they're taking lessons as well. So they have something to practice with. Uh, the Quest Center, what a wonderful job you guys are doing with kids in not only Dixon County but surrounding areas. Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you would like to share? Um, you know, one of the things that would let limits our growth of our program mm -hmm. is the ability uh, <laughs> to replicate ourselves. You know, so if you have an interest in wanting to work with kids, uh, you know, children and in and, and a group environment, introducing them to music, not looking for the best musicians in the world. As a matter of fact, if you can play a little, that's great. The main thing is, is do you have a heart and a passion for working with children and, and helping them tap into who they are and, and to become all that they can become through music education? If, if that is you and you want to, to be able to work with us on that and, uh, uh, you know, give me a call. Uh, let, let's talk because, uh, you know, I'm constantly getting uh, calls from people that are wanting to bring this program into other, other areas and other schools and the surrounding counties. I've, all, I've talked to different people in surrounding counties that want to do this there and would love to be able to expand it. Mm -hmm. But we can only go so far with who we are. John, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Thank you. And keep doing what you're doing. I mean, again, I love what you're doing for those kiddos. Thank you. You're very welcome. All right, stick with us here on Mornings on Main Street. We're still having a lot of fun. We'll be right back. Tired of hanging lights every year? We get it. That's why Southern Nights is here to help. We install programmable lighting on your home or business so you can enjoy beautiful, customizable lighting all year round. No more ladders, tangled lights, or cold lights outside. We do the work, you do the celebrating. Call Southern Nights today and take the hassle out of holiday lighting forever. For a free quote, give us a call at 931-241-3074 or visit our Facebook page at Southern Nights. Did you know that up to 80% of us will experience back or neck pain during our lifetime? Many of you are offered surgery or addictive pain pills to relieve your chronic pain. At the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, Chronic Pain Relief, we have been leading the way to better health, naturally, and have helped tens of thousands of people right here in Middle Tennessee for the past 30 years. I came to Dr. Gill about 10 years ago after my local doctors recommended surgery. I knew about Dr. Gill and wanted to see if he could help me. 10 years later, I am pain-free, no surgery, and no pain pills. Surgery is scary, and over 40% of all back surgeries fail, creating a cycle of surgery and pills. There is a safer solution to your chronic pain. Make the call to the Dr. Gill Center for Back Neck Chronic Pain Relief today and get your life back. This office visit is normally $299, but call today and receive your initial consultation report of finding for just $49. But hurry, this offer won't last long. Call 615-768-8743. That's 615-768-8743. Welcome back to Mornings on Main Street. Pedestrian traffic and safety was a highlight on the most recent Taste of Nashville with Devin O'Day and John Dwyer. So this morning we have that segment for you so you can learn not only how to keep yourself safe and if you're a motorist, what you need to watch out, out for. They their information from the Department of Highway Safety Assistant Director Kim Vanetta. We have more this morning. Take a listen to this. We're back with Taste of Nashville. John Dwyer, we are going to talk pedestrian safety. 
nothing going on here in this town. I mean, there's that, no, we could talk for uh, a long time. It is, if you haven't been downtown for a while, if you haven't been around the, the, the epicenter, uh, you just, you gotta, you gotta have your radar on. And nobody takes classes in how to be a pedestrian or how to drive on streets with them. So that's why the Department of Highway Safety and Kim Venata, who is our guest today, we're going to kind of school people. We were sitting here watching the windows behind us. And what did you notice? I noticed that uh, nobody pays attention to pedestrian signals. They were walking in front of the cars. The cars are having to dodge them because they're not paying attention to the signals. And this is a busy intersection with marked crosswalks, and people aren't paying attention to the crosswalks. Well, when you come here from another state, like, say, California, if there's a crosswalk, the pedestrians always have the right-of-way. And whether there's a signal to walk or not walk, you can just walk out, and cars have to stop no matter what they do. That's the way it is here. Oh, what? Do we have that law, too? Yes, you have to stop. However... I cannot get people to understand that even if the pedestrian is right and they're crossing the way they should be, they're still going to be, they're going to get the worst end of that deal because the car is going to trump the pedestrian every single time. What we have to understand is that everybody is a pedestrian at some point during the day. You're a pedestrian. So we really have to, this is a very vulnerable population. We have year to date lost 100 pedestrians this year. In this town, a hundred? Yes, in, in this state. In, in the state. state, we've lost a hundred. And again, I can't blame it on motorists only. We blame it on pedestrians as well. The ones I was seeing outside the window were pedestrians that were crossing against the light. The thing is, we're also having pedestrians cross mid-block, so they're not even using the crosswalks. So we have a double problem. Motorists can turn right on red but the pedestrian has the right of way turning right on red. So we have a, a jumble, a mix of problems in Tennessee. And Nashville is huge yeah. tourism right now. And the tourism in Nashville is not weekends anymore. It starts, I don't think it ever stops. How do you, how do you become proactive on this and try to get the word out so that we're not killing Actually, each other? you nailed it when you said that. You have, the communication has to be there between the motorist and the pedestrian. Yeah. As a pedestrian, I'm not going to walk until I see the eyes of the person who's driving. That's exactly because right. Because I'm going to lose the battle. So as a pedestrian, I take more responsibility than I do as a motorist. Me, I pay attention, very careful attention all the time. We have pedestrians that are walking at night without them. They're walk, walking in dark clothing, yeah. no reflective gear. And the speed of motorists, I mean, I'm looking out here too. Speed is uh, probably the number one thing. But the wow. distraction, you're talking about the music for pedestrians and distracted driving. We now have distracted walking. We have impaired walking and impaired driving. It's just a mix. And we're not going to win until people start paying attention. So when you're driving downtown, talking on the phone and even watching GPS, which is I'm guilty of because I can't find anything. You know, everything's so different in Nashville now. So I've got GPS going. Uh, you know, and then a text comes in and you, you're not watching, you're not watching and you're watching. You have to really focus on driving and it takes a lot. It does. People don't get that either. They think, and I travel a lot, but people think you get behind the wheel of a car. That is an excellent time to multitask and I can get a lot of stuff done. The thing, when you're in a car, you go from point A to point B, bottom line. 
Otherwise, you may not get to point B. And there are so many distractions. It's not just phones. There are distractions everywhere. Where can people find out a little bit more before they take a trip to Nashville? Because if they're going to be walking, or if you're going to come into downtown, what are some, where can they really find some good information? Our website is tntrafficsafety.org. So that information is on our website as well. Or they can call me. I would love to talk to anyone at the Highway Safety Office. I mean, it, it, this has become the number one problem in Tennessee, pedestrians, believe it or not. We, we cannot get that number down, and we won't be able to until, until people start paying attention to it. TNTrafficSafety.org. TNTrafficSafety.org. Remember that website? Remember that website? Lots of really good information there. Thank you, Kim Vanetta. Thank you. Thanks for stopping by. Thank Appreciate you. it. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap. The final Nashville show, October 3rd at Bridgestone Arena. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap. Featuring performances by Kelly Clarkson, Little Big Town, Parker McCullum, Scotty McCreary, Justin Moore, Tracy Lawrence, and more than 30 guest artists. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap. The final Nashville show, one night only. October 3rd, Bridgestone Arena. Produced by Outback Presents. They said I wouldn't make it without a college degree. They said only a man could be a roofing executive. They said a former addict always relapses. They said my amputation would keep me out of roofing. They said never give an ex-convict a second chance. They said I could never be a leader. They said I couldn't support my family as a single mom. At Rackley, we say they're wrong. Want to change the world? Change it, one roof at a time. Welcome back to Mornings on Main Street. Defibrillators are an important device to have whether you're in a school or a business. These devices save lives in the case that someone has gone into cardiac arrest. Reporter Chris Shell shares with us the most recent school who received a defibrillator donation and just how important it is to them. I'm Chris Yao. Had a chance to go to Columbia Academy earlier this week where they were awarded several new AEDs, both permanent and mobile, as well as four trauma kits and backpacks from Iconos Emergency Management. Got a chance to talk with Randall Roby and Ben Jones. Randall Roby, the CEO of Iconos, and Ben Jones, the head of security at Columbia Academy, told us a little bit about how they procured these AEDs and trauma kits, as well as why it's important to have them. So we'll uh, take you to Columbia Academy now. So what we've done is we've been able to um, cure several AEDs and trauma kits from him that will be distributed across the campus. Um, we already have several AEDs on campus. So this is more to complement what we already have in place and give them a little bit more resources. This way we will have more AEDs um, and medical supplies within reach of more of our uh, sports teams, our recess teams, uh, people that are just spread out across campus. Because if you've never been to our school before, we're a very big, beautiful, sprawling campus, which has its both pros and cons. Uh, one of those is that how do we make sure that we have resources available for people that are at a recess, using our practice fields that are away from our main buildings throughout the day. 
Um, this is one great solution for that. So as you can see, we have several boxes as well as AEDs uh, that will be spread out across campus, as well as these trauma kits. These have a um, large variety of medical supplies in there that are enough to do pretty much anything that you can need to do short of an ambulance showing up. Um, that way we can go ahead and treat whatever we need to treat while we have resources coming in from either first responders for the paramedics, fire department, EMS, ambulance, and police services. We um, try to plan for every kind of contingency we can. That's much more difficult when you think of the large variety of things that can happen. However, um, we try to get everybody CPR certified throughout the year, which includes AEDs and EpiPens to help accommodate those kind of emergencies that we might encounter. Everybody's, uh, you know, the biggest concern is, you know, active shooter, active killer situations. And while we do prepare for that, by far, we've had to dial 911 for medical emergencies. We have a number of uh, kids with severe allergies that carry their own EpiPens. Even though we have some that are in, that we keep supplied just in case, uh, we have severe allergies. We have kids that just trip and fall and get hurt. We've had kids that have compound fractures before, skateboarding, fall off that. You have a bone sticking through the skin. And then, of course, you know, kids running on the playground, uh, slip and fall, and their head hits just right to where now we have a uh, um, you know, skull fracture. You know, any kind of number of things that has happened in the past and could happen again. Unfortunately, there's really no way to prevent some of these things. So since we can't prevent it, we prepare as best we can to make sure we get the resources there as quickly as possible. Uh, Columbia Academy uh, applied for uh, and, and received grant funds uh, under the GEAR uh, Act, which is the Governor's Emergency Education Relief Fund. And those funds were made available to non-public schools. Uh, and, and so CA put in for those. We helped them uh, put together the grant application and send in the information, which is a, they had a very short turnaround. And so uh, CA worked really hard to get that put together and then, and then sent in. And what they were able to secure funding for were the, the AEDs and the trauma kits. And then Icanos, as an emergency management company, were the provider of the equipment then. Yeah, this is great news for our school, and we're really uh, thankful for the funding for the funding from the state and for Ben Jones, uh, our director of security, his work to make it happen and partnering with Iconos, I Iconos, if I can say that right. Uh, yeah, we're thrilled. Uh, we've already student safety is hugely important to us. It's our first priority. If they're not safe, we can't impact them with our mission. So we try to make sure they're safe. And Ben's main job is to train our teachers to know what to do to take care of our students in every situation. He works on that all the time. He's also an armed person on our campus. And this year we've added our third armed staff member. So we've made a lot of investments, uh, but this is a super addition for us to have AED, more AEDs and trauma kits. And uh, we hope that they get a lot of dust on them, but we're ready to use them if we need to. All right, stick around with more mornings on Main Street right after this. There's a lot to consider when it comes to choosing a Medicare plan. That's where Health Markets Insurance Agency can help. Independent licensed insurance agents who work with Health Markets can answer your questions about the different parts of Medicare, when you can enroll, benefits, costs, and more. Speak to a local licensed insurance agent today to get started on your Medicare journey. They have a dragon here. I saw it. Get out of here. Come on, I'll show you. Wait up. Whoa! I told you so. That is a dragon. 
welcome back. There is always so much happening in the Middle Tennessee area. This weekend, you have the Murray County Fair and Expo. You can visit that. You also have Eagleville's first Friday. That is tonight. So head out to Eagleville, check and see what that is all about. You also have the Oak Grove Butterfly Festival happening on Saturday. And Saturday, if you're in Clarksville, head over to the Wade Board Nature Center. They're hosting the Survival Skills for Families. That sounds like a very uh, informative session there. You have the Hummingbird Festival at 401 Volunteer Road in Murfreesboro this weekend. So, so much to do. So little time. Hope you can fit it in. Thanks so much for fitting us in this morning. We always love it when you stop by. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back on Monday.